for old boys ain't much for working Two shots on a barrel and they're talking about bourbon Talking about a few other things that they don't know If you've got a question, no need to ask They don't have a clue, so raise your glass Take a sip with the bold brothers Now it's on with the show From the heart of central Kentucky The bourbon capital of the world It's two shots on a barrel With your host A couple of hot shots of their own The Bow Brothers Welcome back to Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm Jimbo, along with J-Bo. Who, uh, J-Bo, are you sunbathing today? It certainly feels like I'm sunbathing. I mean, I'm you, double-fisted you, and i got the sun beaming right in my eyes, you, you man. Got, you got sunglasses on. You're kicked back like you're in the Bahamas or something. You got two uh, glasses. A beach chair. Yeah, uh, yeah, so you got it all going on. What's going on, my brother? Man, I tell you what, we have a big day today. Uh you know, this is the first time in a few weeks that we've been actually been back in the studio, so I'm pretty excited to be back home again. It is good to be back home. It, it was a it was a fun couple of trips on the road, though. I yeah. gotta tell oh, you. Man. I mean, you know, the, the, we we went to jail, which is which is <laughs> which is cool, I guess, kind of cool. And then, uh, how can you not enjoy a trip to Maker's Mark? It's a it's just a beautiful, beautiful place with beautiful people. We had a wonderful time, and if you haven't checked out the last podcast, you need to check it out. So I got to tell you a story, J-Bo. I was on my way back from uh, a visit to Logsteel uh-huh. uh, a few weeks ago, and I happened to come back through Bardstown because I wanted to just kind of, you know, check things out and see what was going on. I'd heard about the blind pig, and I wanted to go past uh-huh. there. So I come back to, uh, to, to Bardstown from, from New Haven, kind of the old way, and I'm seeing this sign that says Preservation Distillery. And I'm like, looks so freaking cool but you know I, di- I didn't really know much about it i didn't know with covid and all that stuff whether they were open but i thought man that looks cool and then out of the blue we were talking to our good buddy chad little beetle spalding with isc and uh he was mentioning i think he had listened to the uh podcast with denny the episode with uh-huh. denny potter and uh I said, look, you, you know, if somebody, we'd love to have another guest. You, you got anybody you'd recommend? And he's like, hell yeah. And then he tells us he's got this VIP with Preservation Distillery. I mean, I was like, what? That's the same one I went past in, in Bardstown. It's a cool place. That place has a lot of history. Uh, before they bought into it, uh, I, I DJ many a parties in those uh, buildings over there. What was it called? Hillbilly, yeah, Hillbilly, Hillbilly Heaven, Heaven or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Hillbilly so, Heaven. man, yeah. they've changed around. I hope they put air conditioning in it finally because that was the hottest damn place I ever been <laughs> in my life. We do. Uh, yes. We got it. All right. So, Jaybo, without further ado, yeah, not man. only do we have the VIP from uh, Preservation, we also have the VIP back with us. From ISC, Chad Spalding. So go ahead. No, you do it, man. You can see him. I can't see him. You do it. Okay. Welcome in to Matt Jackson, head distiller at Preservation Distillery. Awesome. Man, what's up, brother? Not much, guys. Just glad to be here. Listen, uh, you brought a little treasure today, and I do say treasure. I'd like to apologize for my partner in crime. So, J-Bo. It's always my fault. We always always enjoy a good bourbon, as you can see in the window there, Matt. Matt. But J-Bo... Just in passing, said, "Won't you bring me a bottle of your?" And it, he said, "Old Saint Nick." Little did he know, this is damn 
rich stuff, J-Bo. It's like, I, you know, I could be wrong on this, but wasn't it like 170 Dollars a bottle. I was doing a little bit of investigating. It was like one. I think this particular one, the price I saw was like one ninety five or something. Yeah, I think it's about right. One ninety nine, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do a lot of the. I don't. I don't pay a lot of the attention to the price. Is somebody there, calling you, Jaybo? I, I don't know. I hear something. Is that your phone or my phone? <laughs> gotcha. Somebody. Somebody. COVID and scared me, man. So I. Was... We'll, go, we'll, we'll turn that off. Just that, that. That's all good. I just thought. Somebody walked in and was telling me about COVID. Dude, you can't see nothing. Just sit in there in that closet and just, hey, and just keep your Social mouth. distancing at its best yeah, right here. I got you. But, man, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. We, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. We usually try to get a little bit of dirt on people, you know, on our guests. We want to we kind of know some dirt. And man, we couldn't get anything on you. That's like the second guess in a row. You and Denny Potter. You didn't dig. Uh, you didn't dig. Denny, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. We, we, didn't, we must not talk to the right people. But just like they said, we don't have no dirt on this guy. We don't have any dirt on this guy. He's like Denny Potter, squeaky clean, Jabo. Dude, when I walked outside, I thought ZZ Top was walking in the no, building. Listen, you know me and beards. Dude. I know, man. How long did it take you to to do that beard? Because I, I've had dreams of having beards that look like that. <laughs> I, I've had a beard since I was. 16, 17. So uh, it's only been this long for the last couple of years. You know, nah, man. My wife likes it, but it, it, it gets in the way more than anything. So. Now, it's the beards I'm noticing, especially in the beer industry, that everybody has a beard now. Is that is that a, a new thing or is that something? Hell, he's not in the beer industry. No, I'm mean, just saying, but what, it's what similar. That to, what kind of questions? No, I'm is just that? saying. Well, I decided to keep it long when uh, I took a, a fermentation course at Moonshine University with Dr. Pat Heiss. Um, and uh, he was made a joke about. Uh, stealing people's yeast strand, he'll go in and smell their mash, and then get in his beard. And that's my secret there. So if that's you ever awesome. see me around any other distillery smelling mash, I'm gonna make sure to get it in there a little deep. So that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so Matt, tell me, tell me, what's the story? What, what, what is your story? How'd you get into this? Who are you? And where'd you come from? And all that stuff. Uh, so it's it, it's a pretty cool story. Um, I was I'm actually I raised local guy. Um, out Joe towards, Nelson County guy? Yeah, yeah, towards uh, in between New Haven and, and Culvertown there, a little, little town called Balltown, Kentucky. Yeah, I've know. heard of that. Um, so I've lived there my entire life. Um, and I, my background was actually construction and mechanics. So um, I actually got in touch with Preservation Distillery through another lady uh, that that worked there. She's no longer there. And, uh, you know, I was kind of hired as just a, a kind of a do-it-all type guy, you know. And um, we got everything in and was 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 about to start taking off in production and and you know the the lady that was there decided that you know she had some stuff come up and she couldn't do it and you know we had all this equipment there and I was surrounded by all these great people you know and and it uh they just kind of helped me take off and you know we the the owners were independently owned by a husband and wife so um they they trusted me with it and here I am how freaking cool is that oh it yeah it's uh I, I still every day I, I you know I talk with people and it's you know it's it's a, it's a hard story to believe but it I was just at the right place at the right time man basically all right so so I mean here's here's this guy that that, that that's kind of it's so funny when you hear these these stories about these guys that get into the it's almost just like by happenstance it happens yeah I mean we we talked to Steve Nally and Steve would talk about driving riding his bicycle as a kid to Maker's Mark, and then sure. just one day he got tired of farming, and he says, he goes there and asks for a job, and the next 
next uh, he's a day he's a he's a hall of fame master distiller absolutely i mean that's kind of what it is for you i mean it's just like dude just okay i'm a construction guy one day and the next time i mean you're you're putting out some serious juice and it was was just it was literally just that fast i mean it happened just that fast you know go ahead and tell them so they asked me for some dirt i said i haven't worked with matt that long i don't have a lot of dirt on matt but I do know how he told me he got into the business. So in happenstance is a great word because the lady he's talking about, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not mistaken, you were at your last job. You were installing. Yeah. So so my job previous. Um, so up until when the economy went into the dumps, what in two thousand eight? You know, yeah. I was a outside construction worker. I you know. Uh, that's what my, my dad had done for years, you know, built houses, a carpenter, and, you know, just kind of that same old thing. You just follow in your, your, your parents' footsteps, you know, so that's just kind of what I was doing. And, and uh, so the, the, the construction and stuff kind of went, went down with the economy, and, and I was able to get a job installing custom kitchens for uh, Masterson's Appliance, actually, in, in Barstown. Okay. And I worked there for probably 13 years, and, and that was one of – I mean, it was a great job. Don't get me wrong. Those guys were awesome. I, I, don't, I don't have one bad thing to say about them, but – you know, I learned, I was able to pick up a ton of skills and trades working in that job because we did, we did everything. I mean, we did electric work, we did plumbing work, we done carpentry work, we did, we did it all. And as Chad was saying there, that I was actually working for, for that company when I met the lady that, that got me the job at preservation. And, uh, she was just really impressed with me and, you know, she, what, she, what is it, man? It was just like. Magnetism. I mean, well, what do these ball town boys have? Man, it's just the it's the the will to get the job done, and uh, you know. So she she bought she was she had actually just purchased a, a historic home in downtown Barstown, and it, if you know anything about these homes, man, nothing in them is square, nothing is normal in these houses, and you know she was being told by everybody that she was gonna have to remodel her kitchen and redo all this stuff, and you know me and and actually my best friend. Um, he he works with me now at preservation. He was working for me then as well. Man, we went in and just knocked it out, you know, got it done, ah. saved this lady a bunch of money, and she was thoroughly impressed. And she said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm actually, you know, so-and-so with Preservation Distillery, and, you know, would you guys be interested in coming to work there? We don't have anybody to do any kind of maintenance or, you know, anything like that. And, you know, growing up in this in this area, you know, you know at the very least that, that getting a job at a distillery is it's going to put food on your table. It's a consistent oh, yeah, job. Paychecks sure. are there. And, and you know, you, you, you do have opportunity to grow in those companies for sure. But, you know, I never dreamed that it was going to turn into what I'm what I'm doing now. You know, I, I just figured at the most I would be, you know, doing some maintenance and, and this and that. But, man, I mean, within a few short months, it was just my world was turned upside down and, you know, here I am. You know, Dang. I just took it in stride, man. So before all of this, did you have a taste for bourbon? Did did, did you even care about bourbon? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's you know, but it was more of those knocking back half pints. Of <laughs> like us. So, so you're so you're one of us. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. Right. yeah. He's now, one of us, I mean, yeah, exactly You know, I've right. always liked good bourbon, and and you know, um, I can remember just just being in this industry for for the few short years that I've been in it. It's it's just gone wild. You know I mean? It's anything that bourbon touches turns to gold. It's like the Midas touch, you know, and you know, I can remember going into the, to, to a store and buying a a good quality bottle, eight or 10 year old bourbon for 25 bucks. You know, I mean, Jim Beam black label for for Mm, perfect example. was one of my, was one of my favorites. It was always my go-to. You get 25 bucks a a, a one seven five. Well, now 
they don't even have it anymore. They've got, I mean, they changed the name on it. They've still got the Jim Beam Black label, but it's not the same, not the same juice, you yeah. know. And it's just seeing this, seeing the industry go crazy is is what's been the one of the coolest parts. And and you know the 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 customers make it so much fun because they when they come in, I mean, these guys know their stuff. I mean, these people eat, sleep, and breathe bourbon. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's that's what they're all about. And you know, it, it's just really fun interacting with those guys and. You know, a lot of those guys are doing some stuff at home, and, and it's just fun swapping stories with them. And it's just the people is what make bourbon so great, you know. So, J-Bo, one of the things when I was doing a little looking on, on preservation, I know you guys talk about, and, and again, you got to remember, J-Bo and I are not very smart when it comes to but We're learning. I mean, Bino taught us a lot the very first week. Chad, Chad's fantastic, yeah. man. I, you know, I, I, I do want to take a second to brag on Chad because, you know, when when I first got into doing this stuff, you know, I, once again, I had a ton of great people around me, but you know, there's there's certain things that that I don't know if it's just you don't want to swallow your pride and call and ask them or what, but you know, I mean, I would I would call Chad and never once did Chad ever, you know, not seem like he was interested in helping right. me or not stop whatever he was doing at any time to, to answer any questions I had. So I, you know, again, I was just able to surround myself around great people that way. Um, and I'm not sure about what all names I should drop out there, but, you know. Uh, Throw some names around. This we is the part, all. Brad Boswell, please listen up to this <laughs> portion of this episode. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah, there, you, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, it, you know, and, and that's my job, though, with Independence Davis. So, you know, I manage all of those those craft accounts. But but every one of them mean, mean the same to me as the next guy. And I always, you know, I hope that everybody says that about me because – the guy that buys one barrel a year, the guy that buys 100,000 barrels a year, you know, I hope they talk about me the same way as far as the attention that they get. And, and like Matt said, I mean, when, you're, when you surround yourself with people and, and I under, you know, go into an account and, you know, anybody in the distillery business, damn near it is just cool people. I mean, they're, they're in there for a reason. Matt's one of those dudes. When the first time I met him, he had that beard, and you know, <laughs> it's like, I met, you know, I, and Andy, his buddy, he was talking about earlier. Andy's just a super cool dude. Yeah, you know, you just know that they're going to do a lot of good things because they're not afraid to learn. You know, mm-hmm. they jumped in there early on. They asked tons of questions. weren't afraid to ask questions. You know, for sure. Well, and and that I again, you, you well, you brought up Andy, and and again, best friend that I have in the world, hands down, besides my wife. You know, I mean, he's just, you know, he's just one of those guys that no matter what. I mean, he's gonna be. He's more like a brother than a friend. And and man, I love the guy to death. He's just a fantastic person, honest as the day is long. He's got a great family. So between him and I, I mean, it. I having that guy there with me for that little bit of confidence factor helped a whole lot. I mean, we weren't scared to jump into something because we knew between the two of us we could figure it out, you know. But uh, I want to take a second to the the owners have been in this industry for a long time. And they've made a lot of good friends over the years. So uh, one of those good friends is the Colesvine family, you know. And Drew, Drew helped me out a lot, you know, Drew Colesvine at Willits. He, he just, great guy, you know. One of the only people that I've ever met in my life that you can ask him any question about bourbon, and he knows the answer right there on the spot. I mean, wow. it's, it's not one, that, I mean, anything to do with bourbon. It, whether it's the sales, the production part of it, the aging part of it. I mean, no matter what it is, if it's about bourbon, this guy knows it. You know, I mean, he, he's just he's 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 brilliant. And uh, you know, the the Palatellas have you know seen something in me. You know, Marcy Palatella, the owner, seen something in me that you know 
that she trusted and, and really liked about me and and you know I will forever be grateful for 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 her bringing me in, you know allowing me to be part of the industry in the role that I'm in so they were they were they were into the liquor business so so to speak yes uh, but really a dream of theirs was the yes. getting into the, the the bourbon and so so what the uh, to touch on the bottle that that I brought over here the very old Saint Nick that was one of her original labels that was something that she did herself came up with and that's a really cool story and, and you know if you if you know if I ever have the opportunity I'll try to get her out here but um, just listening to her tell that story is, is awesome and and you know she was able to build relationships with guys 30 years ago you know that were making fantastic bourbon and, and stuff that's on the market now that, that I mean you can't it, it's like one of those um, super rare things you grab a bottle of it and it's like you got bars of gold or something you know a unicorn the, yeah a unicorn and and that's funny that you say that because we actually we, we we're uh, the unicorn is we've got a, a a, a, a use for that name coming up. So, uh, ah. but um, spoiler alert. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, her building those relationships, you know, really helped us out, and and again, you know, opened up a door for me to be able to work with Drew through through her, and and then you know, uh, Pete Camers, another guy I want to give a shout out to. Pete has been great. He he retired from Barton's. He was an engineer at Barton's. Was there for. I don't know, 70 years, Pete, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Randy Allender, another guy retired from Jim Beam. I mean, they, these guys are just consultants that, that man, they're just they're out of this world, and, and um, they really helped me out a lot, you know, taught me a lot. Well, that's one of the coolest, and I think this echoes J-Bo last week when we were talking to Denny Potter about how all of the folks in the bourbon industry just kind of come together, it seems like. Sure. There's really no, you know, you guys compete for the consumer's dollar, but, the, but there's not that competition because ultimately – you're in the same game, and that is to to sell more juice, and it's almost like a, a gentleman's club or, or or whatever you want to call it. Everybody just kind of gets together and hey, how can we? What 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 challenge are you guys having today, or what can what are y'all doing to handle this? I mean, it's, it's such a cool thing. I've been to gentlemen's clubs, man, and there's nothing like a gentleman's club. <laughs> so I don't know where. You've lost me, man. You lost me. Get, get, get out of that gentleman. Get out of that. Get out of that sunshine over Come on. there. Well, like. You know, I, I when the bourbon trail first came around, you know, when it first became a big thing, you know, the, the distilleries were kind of competing for, for every consumer's loyalty. And, and then once they finally got on board with everything, it's they started to realize that if one does good, they'll all do good. Yeah. You know, so they want sure. they, they want every distillery to be every no matter the size, they want every distillery to be successful. Because it's just more revenue that they bring in for themselves. And and, and the bourbon trail and the craft bourbon trail has been I mean, it's been you know, hands down, the, the 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 best thing for the the bourbon industry in our area. You know, so again, no matter the size, I mean, you know, we had guys. You know, Mister No and them came down from Beams, and and when we had a soft opening or we had an event, you know, all those guys came down and were, you know, of course I could sit in a room and just listen to those guys oh, talk sure. for yeah. hours. You know, yeah. I mean, the stories they have, and yeah. you know, but they the the one thing that they all had in common was it was you know. Here's my here's my number. If you guys never if you ever need anything, you know, don't hesitate to call. And Steve Now is another one. I man, he's just one of my favorite people in the world. And and just I could sit and listen to that listen to that guy talk for for days. Same you know, here, and, man. And yeah. He he has forgotten more than I'll ever know. I'm sure. You know. But. I get to listen to him at the Thanksgiving table a lot of times. You know. <laughs> yeah. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> Married but, into that family now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. uh, J Bo. You, you and I have all those famous people in our phone books too, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we got you know Steve, Mom, the Dad. Steve Nallies and uh, 
you know, the Russells oh, yeah. and, and all these guys. We're, you know. Sure. Biggest, yeah. biggest one on my list is uh, you. Yeah, that's all, <laughs> yeah. I that's all I have. Hey, hey speaking of the owners, J.B., I know you did your research as you normally do. Absolutely. But, it, you know, he, he talked about Marcy Palantella, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All yeah. right. What famous, what sport did her husband play? It been baseball. No, you're so wrong. <laughs> I don't know. That is so wrong. Yeah. You know he can't read. He didn't do no, it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. My vision's going to be worse after this show. So he played in the NFL, Jabo. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's actually one of. He's the the oldest living retired NFL player. How really? cool is that? Yeah. yeah he, oh, that's cute. He played his entire career at, at San Francisco 49ers. and he's another man. He's a he's Lou is just he's one of those guys when you meet him. He's just that big grandfather type guy. Just yeah. you know. He, it, you know, it, it. He's very extraordinary, very extraordinary, and he, he's very talented. He was a very talented guy, and, and you know, he built a lot of large distribution companies. Um, and that's that's a that's a that's a cool story. That's another episode for sure. That's, that's, that's um, great. You know, so he, he's a neat guy. Neat well, guy. Well, we're going to take a quick yeah, break, man. I got to tell you, I'm enjoying this very. Uh, it is so are, good. are you mixing stuff, or no, what are you doing over there? I have one glass, of one bourbon, and my favorite so far is what he brought. Oh, the absolutely. Old, uh, what? what so, so you're you're a whole lot smarter, Bino, than we are. No, what? What? It. What is your thoughts on the very old? No, thing? It's, it's great. It's, yeah. uh, it, it tastes like an older than an eight year old to me a little bit. Um, it's got a lot of wood to it for sure, but. Um, it's easy to drink for a hundred and nine proof. Absolutely, um, yeah. And the finish on it lasts forever. And that's yes. that's what I always look for in a, in a good bourbon is that finish one that doesn't just leave you as soon as you drink it. Yeah, you can you can you know just more pour a small glass and it lasts you a long time because it just stays. It's good stuff. Well, I appreciate it. Guys. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more with uh, Matt Jackson, Preservation Distillery. We're also hanging out with ISC's Chad Little Beano Spalding. J-Bo is sunshining. We're having fun. Back with more Two Shots on a Barrel right after this. The Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. 
Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20 plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call. 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, realtor with Exit Realty Heartland here to work for you. Hey, this is Jimbo. This is Jaybo. Man, we are so happy because Jaybo, we got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy Billy Taff with Big O Tires. Billy Taff, longtime friend, and uh, I've been going to him for years for new tires at Big O Tires. I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big O Tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of Central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door. Back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jabo. You can get old changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Barnstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what, we love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today, Big Old Tires, Billy Taft. It's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple of guys wanting to talk about bourbon, everything that is Central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake is sponsoring two shots on the bar. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world, and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast reach out to terry definitely check him out on facebook look him up terry woolley that's w-o-o-l-e-y or look up crystal music you'll be able to check out all their deals along the way and thanks so much as always jaybo they're a great sponsor hey and we're looking for more absolutely right here on two shots in a barrel
you got to be kidding me. When you got well, when you get the point, J Bo, that means bring, bring us back. See, I didn't see the point. Because <laughs> you're sun blinded <laughs> back yes. there. All right, officially, J Bo, bring us back. Hey guys, we're back with two shots on the barrel. Looks like Jim Reed just finished up his. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, you still got a little little juice in you there. Got, you got to go back for another one. Listen, you got to savor. I, I mean, I, listen. When a man brings you a two hundred bottle, a two hundred dollar bottle of bourbon, take you got to drink it very slowly. Is, is it wrong that I'm drinking a two hundred dollar bottle of bourbon out of a tin cup? Is that a problem? It's not the first. Well, it is the first two hundred dollar <laughs> bottle. It really is. Uh, I mean, we. I'm trying to look over there at the window. No, you ain't got. Nothing. We ain't got no, nothing that no. that comes. We, yeah, I, the only thing that would probably come close to that, the mellow corn that we haven't got. That yeah, the mellow corn <laughs> probably at nine ninety nine a bottle. <laughs> but your your father in law has promised to hook us up with some uh, Bardstown oh, Bourbon yeah. f- oh, Fusion, yeah. which yeah. still is not going to hit that two hundred mark. No, no, uh, it's, it's not even going like to come close. One sixty nine, maybe one fifty nine. Yeah, so. Uh, by the way, what's the status update on that little Bino? <laughs> uh, was I supposed to check in on that? Yeah, re- remember that was one of those things. The next time you saw your dad, when you're, I mean, your uh, your father-in-law, when you're over checking on some barrels, you were gonna, or having some lunch, which he says you guys do frequently, you were gonna. Uh, uh, he, I went over there last week and he was gone. Ah, okay. They said he's got some sort of banker's hours like you. Yeah, yeah. Well, nice. that happens sometimes. <laughs> nice. That happens sometimes. <laughs> So we're here with uh, Matt Jackson with Preservation Distillery, a really, really cool place in Nelson County. Uh, the Bourbon Trail, man, it is it is huge. We talked about just how great it is over in Barstown, J-Bo. It's, it's growing, and, and uh, the bourbon industry in Barstown alone has just gone apeshit. I mean, it's crazy, the amount of stuff that's popping up everywhere. I mean, am I wrong? I no, mean, no, it's, you're it's not really... wrong at all. Not wrong at all. It's uh, it's growing every day for sure. I read a word today. I read this article. I read the headline of an article. I didn't read all the way through it, but it was about the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky just trying to uh, Napify uh, the bourbon like like you know Napa is to right. California. So right. Right. just uh, you're there. We're 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 getting there. I mean, but I think it's still got, got room to grow. You know, because we're just we're into this several years now, but there are. Hundreds of you know millions of people in this world that haven't been to Kentucky or this this area yet. So, um, and, and new distilleries, you know, there's several people that haven't been to you know don't never heard of Preservation, never been there. But you know, we got to keep people coming into this state and um, just keep it growing, keep the industry growing because you know I definitely want to be around for for a long long time. Matt wants to be around for a long time. As so, do I. Yeah. You know. You can do it on the on the retail side, you know, but it's difficult. So you need people to come and, and be fans of your product and be loyal to you. And that way they don't just buy one bottle of Very Old St. Nick. They come back and buy that second bottle of it. No matter what right. it costs, they come visit. They show up in line when you're when you're yeah. releasing that at your distillery. That's that's what we gotta have. And and, and it's going that way uh, more and more and we you know. All right, so 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 at what point did what point did it be? It was like this big thing, bourbon collectors. You got guys that are. When did that happen? Because Matt, you were talking about back in the day where you'd go buy a twenty five dollar, you know, uh, one point seven five of some juice, and but now people are buying like they're paying two hundred dollars for your juice. When did that start? You know, it, it really, you know, bourbon really took off 
what, Chad, four or five years ago is when you I really was seen say five years ago. Yeah, five, five, you know, four to six years ago is when you really seen the huge, you know, takeoff for bourbon. And, you know, if you look back in, in, in history, you know, after, after Prohibition, bourbon was huge. You know, it, it, it got really, really big. And it was that way for uh, 50 years, roughly. You know, in the late 70s and the 80s, the, the, the clear spirits kind of took over. Your tequilas and vodkas and uh, cocktails, mixed drinks were a big thing, you know. And, and then it started to slowly progress. Now, you know, millennials is what really brought this back in, the millennial generation. And, you know, they went back to doing things that they seen their grandfathers do. You know, if you look back years ago, I mean, there were – Cigar rooms where, oh, where, yeah. where guys would, after family get-togethers, you know, all the, the men would go sit in the room and, and drink bourbon and smoke cigars. And, and, you know, women too, I'm sure. But, you know, it, it's you, these people seen, seen their grandfathers do it and their fathers do it. And, they you know, it was just a tradition thing. And, you know, they just decided to start throwing it back. And it, they started to realize, hey, this is a really, really, yeah. you know, bourbon is really great. It's really interesting, you know. And, and um, once people, once it started to catch it on, once once it started to catch on how different it was and how complex bourbon is and, you know, it's, it's just fantastic. And it, and it, it took off from there, you know, and, and it's, it's social events, you know, it, it keeps, it's oh, yeah. a, you know, just like the bottle here that we brought, it's, this is one of the things that guys do, you know, people do, they get together over a bottle and, and talk about how great it is. And, you know, um, that brings on the hype of it, you know, yeah. that brings on the hype of it. So, Jabo, I can almost read your mind. It's like, like you, you're thinking about something like, it's almost like you're thinking, you know, there's so much going on in Bardstown. Why Bardstown? I almost feel like you're you're thinking that. <laughs> it, it, could like you I, possibly be thinking that right now? It's like I said it at some point, you know. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, now that you bring it up, yeah. So why Bardstown? Why Bardstown? I, I just thought you were thinking that. Why Bardstown, though? Well, I mean, because, you know, you think about – the, the, the everything that is over at Bardstown, you go to Bardstown, you see all the folks that come in. You've got the uh, Bourbon Festival that's everywhere, but but why Bardstown? Well, you hear the old cliche: it's you know something in the water, you know, and it's it it, it, and it but it legitimately is something in the water. You know, we've got that great limestone water yeah. there, and and it's just perfect for making bourbon. And um, not only is it that, it's just the people there. You know, I mean it. It's just the people. You know, the the, the people in this industry they. You know they live bourbon, and 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 it shows. You know, and it shows in the product. And it's, you know, you got the Bean family there, and and uh, the Willets, uh, the Colesbean family that own Willets, and you know the Shapiros, the Shapiros that at, at Heaven Hill, and you know now luckily the Palatellas at Preservation, yeah. and just yeah. you know all these, all these families that, that that bourbon has been in their their blood for, you know, since they since they settled in the United. It's, America's been a country. You know, and you talk about Bardstown, but you, you spread that out to Nelson County. And then you also have now Logsteel. Sure, sure. Lux Row is yeah. Bardstown oh, Bourbon yeah. Company. I mean, geez, Louise. Yeah. Uh, it, it just is getting bigger and bigger. Again, it's 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 the the Bardstown in that area is just suited perfectly for making for making bourbon. I mean, down to the you know, the water, the grains that they can get there, the the you know the the weather that they can age their barrels in, you know, all that stuff is, is just perfect there. And um, logistically, it's a good spot. You know, I mean, we're, you know, what, 35 minutes from downtown Louisville, you know. Sure. So um, it, it's just it's it's just one of those places that's really special. Marshtown is a special place, and, and that area is just special. It's, you know, and 
you feel it when you, when if you've been out of town, you know, if you've ever went on vacation and you know, growing up when I was a kid, you drive into into town, we go into town, you know, once a week or whatever it was. <laughs> you get into by seventeen ninety two and you, you get that sour mash smell, you know, and it was as a kid it was like, Oh, yeah. oh you know, you always it's terrible, it's terrible and but now it's you know, you look for it. Heaven. You know, when you're coming yeah, it's just it's you know, if you and it, again, if you ever go out of town on vacation and you come back, I mean it's just that smell of home. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it you immediately feel comfort, you know, yeah. your home, you know, your home. And it's just, we, and we want to extend that to all of our visitors. You know, we try to make all of our visitors feel that way. And, and you know, that's what makes it so special. So that's wonderful, man. Well, one of the things you go out and you see a lot of the comments about uh, folks from all around the country that come and visit your place. And they talk about how unique and how, how, how I don't know, quaint it is, that, you know, I think there was somebody that even mentioned uh, that I assume they were talking about you took the time to answer questions and, and those types of things, which I think you don't get uh, you don't get at a big place. You only get that at a preservation or at a limestone or, or, or some small place like that, sure. which is pretty cool. I'm interested, though, Matt, uh, you guys do a little things a little bit different at preservation. I'm I'm interested in, in in what you do differently than say say some big guys out there. Yeah, we do. Um, and and actually, preservation is a is a first in a lot of categories. And I I can't begin to name them all. I mean, we're, but I do know that we're the first 100% pot distilled facility in the state of Kentucky. Everything we do is all single pass pot distillation. We don't do any kind of. Right, so so for the dummies in the crowd. That would be me over here. Yeah. Well, you, just, he perked up when he said yeah. pot. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Does what? <laughs> pot have anything to do? No. no, no. For the dummies, though, briefly tell me what pot distilling so, means. So pot dis- pot distilling is is more of a traditional way of making bourbon. You know, um, that's that's how bourbon was, or any distilled spirit was first made, was, was pot distillation. You know, you didn't have the column stills. Okay. Um, George Washington... George Washington did pot distillation. Yes, pot okay. distillation. Actually, and, and everybody did up until um, right around the beginning of Prohibition, I believe it was. That's when column stills first started getting getting brought into to to the bourbon scene or, or distilled spirit scene. But scene, but you know, pot, the pot distillation is it tends to be a little slower. You know, you can't do as big as batches as as a lot of these other distilleries that are running column stills. Um, in in thousand a thousand gallon, that's about as you know, that's about as big as you want to go on a pot still. You know, you start getting into too much bigger than that, it, it, it turns into a big headache. But um, pot distillation is a little slower. Um, but we we tend to find that when you're doing a pot distilled product, and, and emphasize on the single pass part of it, you, you have a lot better mouthfeel, you know, and it just, you your characteristics, tasting notes and stuff are a little bit more intense. Um and the one one thing that, that that a lot of distillers agree on, I say a lot because not all, is the more times that you distill a product, the, the you strip things off of it, whether it be mouthfeel or flavor or you know whatever it is. So every time you distill that product, you're stripping a little bit off of it. Um, it's not just about the the alcohol part, the ethanol part. It's you know you're picking up all those those things that make bourbon great. You know the, the the coating your mouth and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the aroma that you get and all that, you know, the nose of the bourbon. Um, so we, we, we decided that if we could get it right the very first time that, Hey, that's what we want to do. And, um, we want, we're trying to showcase bourbon in its truest form. We want to handle it as little as possible. We want to try to do everything right. Perfect. The first time 
put it in the barrel and, and, and let it let it do its thing. And, you know, we really pride ourselves on showcasing how different bourbon is supposed to be. You know, it's not not every bottle is supposed to be exactly the same. You know, it's supposed to taste different. Bourbon is supposed to taste different. And, um, you know, it there's there's so many deciding factors that go into what a bourbon is going to taste like in its finished state. And um, that's what we're really trying to showcase. And, you know, down to check and touch on it, I, you know, down to the barrel. I mean, you know, there's way more than one tree that it takes to coop a barrel. I mean, well, you got on average, Chad, 15 different trees uh, in that at, one barrel? At least. It's, it's probably hard to yeah. say how many trees it takes to make a barrel just so, because of our process. Sure, sure. And, and all those all those trees came from different parts of the state. You know, they were all exposed to different elements in the environment. And that, that all goes into to play in one the so in, is So in one particular barrel, you're telling me there could be 15 trees at least in that barrel easily now there's wow there's not one barrel that had that's made by one stave or one one tree it it would in our process there's there's wow now we have done some special projects like with buffalo trace single oak project where we cut one tree made one barrel out of that one tree they filled it and so we've done that and it's it's you know it's not very fun to do because logistically it's hard to keep all that separated in our process but um, one thing that Matthew and them do really good is is they buy a few, you know, several different styles and types of barrels, and not even from one cooperage. You know, they buy from you know because it's it's smart that's smart business to not put all your eggs in one basket. So, you know, if you buy and, and you know have all these cool barrel options and, and different t- styles of barrels that age their juice, you know, differently, and then at the end to be able to the blend that is the fun part of that for like folks right. like Matt and them. Because yeah. the blending of a product and then you put it in a bottle is just got to be super rewarding for those folks, I would imagine, because it's like, you know, we really did something special here by picking the very best of what we could find and blend it together. So, um, but that pot distillation, yeah, he, he hit it right on the nail. I mean, the, the, the graininess and the oiliness that you get that stays with it through that process versus like a column steel, which strips out a lot of that flavor <clears throat> don't get me wrong there's nine million barrels of agreed really I, good juice in this in this state being aged right now that we're on a column steel and it's going to taste delicious absolutely I mean, if you look over there nearly i would 90, say 90 percent of yeah. them are on a, on a column steel maybe more than that yeah but it's just different so we we talked about earlier the word better um is a dangerous word to use in yeah, this yeah. industry because better to you know all of us yeah. is different but it is different than a column steel. And, you know, some people probably search out pot distilled whiskeys versus column steel whiskeys. But, oh, they um, do. They do for sure. And, and, you know, again, one of the coolest parts about a pot steel is, you know, we, when we cook our mash, I mean, we, you know, we buy all of our, we buy all of our grains local, you know, local as we can, you know, and, and um, 100% of our corn comes within 15 minutes of our distillery, you know. Yeah. Uh, most of all, I would say 99.9% of our wheat comes within 15 or 20 minutes of our distillery. Um, our malted barley, of course, it comes in from where everybody else gets it. It grows up in Wisconsin. It comes from Wisconsin, Minnesota, just because it's not suited. You know, Kentucky's not suited to grow a lot of good quality barley. I'm not saying that it can't be done. It's just not it's not a major cash crop here. Um, but, you know, again, the, the cool thing about the pot steels is we're getting all these grains and stuff from, from one specific place. We're cooking this mash on the same day, you know, but when we distill it in our pots, every batch tastes a little bit different, you know, and it's just 
you get that uniqueness with a pot steel. And it's, you know, um, again, the, the, a, a great thing about a column steel is, is those guys can continually run out consistent, same tasting juice, you know, 24-7, whereas a pot steel, it's a little bit more labor-intensive. Not saying that it's better by any means because, you know, I'm a huge fan of, of, of a ton ton of different bourbons besides ours. But, you know, it's just we're, we're highlighting the uniqueness of bourbon, you know, and, and trying to keep it to its purest form is what we're trying it's to kinda, do. It's kind of kind of taking you back in time almost. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I can see both of y'all are a little confused about, about the pot versus column thing. So I don't – have you ever seen a pot? Is it, is it similar is it, to, like, moonshining? Yes. Right, so it would be just like what the yeah. old moonshiners basically okay. did. It would be like a ball shaped or, or you know, yeah. oval shaped. Turnip pots. Sort. A lot of people call them turnip Instead pots. Instead of having forty foot, pots. you know, thirty six inch diameter. Kind of like the one yeah. in your backyard down yeah. the woods. That you weren't supposed to tell. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. No, no. Uh, yeah, Matt taught me how to, to run that one as well. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it, they're and they're really cool looking. You know, if you go into the distillery over there, preservation to see those. Those pot steels sitting over there, and I've seen a pot steel anywhere from a you know a little five gallon pot steel up to yep. their you know a thousand gallon pot wow. steel. What do you have? Two of those? Yes, we got two 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 one thousand gallon pot steels. Unbelievable! That's cool. Yeah, stuff. And, and actually, we you know we've got a really neat facility. I mean, we're we're set up. I mean, we can do gins and vodkas. You know, we've got gin baskets on our pot steels, and uh, you know that's just one of those things that we we really want to draw as many people out as we can. You know, and, and show them that. You know, we've got a really neat facility there. It's really cool. It's fantastic. So let's take a quick break. And when it we is. come back, we have some serious questions for this guy. Serious questions. Have you heard about epi- the, the segment three of our? No, no. I haven't. It's oh going to be gosh. fun for you. Hey, it's it's going to be fun hey, for I'm you. leaving, Matt. Good luck, <laughs> <laughs> No, this one, you know, when you got when you got Chad in here, yes. we could we could throw a curveball. This could, yeah, be, a, throw it this could be Chad talk. Yeah. Man. You know. So we just don't know what segment three. Usually J-Bo has it all planned out, so it's going to be fun, I promise you. So more with uh, two shots on a barrel. Right after this break, we're hanging out with Matt Jackson with preserva- preserva- preservation. Yeah, preservation. And I've only had hey, a no, little you, bit. You might be more than one deep back there. No, I, I, need, I need a little bit more. But actually, uh, I, I, it's preservation's a difficult word to say sometimes. Yeah, especially when you're three deep, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. All right, more on two shots coming your way. I'm just going to skip the who we're with part, okay? All right, coming back. The Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. 
Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20 plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call. 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns, Realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. Here to work for you. Hey, this is Jimbo. This is J-Bo. Man, we are so happy because J-Bo, we got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy Billy Taft with Big O Tires. Billy Taft, longtime friend and uh, I've been going to him for years for new tires at Big O Tires. I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big O Tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door. Back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jabo. You can get old changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Barnstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what, we love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today. Big Old Tires, Billy Taft, it's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple of guys wanting to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake. Is sponsoring two shots on the bar. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world, and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including if you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Definitely. Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. 
absolutely, right here on Two Shots in a Barrel. Back to two shots on a barrel. We are having fun. Finally, J-Bo, the sun has gone down. I can, I can you see. You can bring yeah. out your new glasses, which are your non-sunglasses. That's great, man. Uh, so, nice to see you guys. What is today? Wednesday? So two days from now, you'll be up in the air trying to raise money uh, or raise toys. Uh, toys for Tots. How cool is that? So it's, uh, all, We're not doing the Toys for Tots, but it's similar. It's All the toys are going to stay in Bargetown. I got you. Okay. Uh, toys for Tots does wonderful stuff. They they sending out the kids everywhere, but I was like, if I'm going to stand, uh, sit on a lift for 24 hours, I want the kids in Bardstown to benefit from it. So from Good Friday side. to Saturday, I'll be on a lift in Bardstown at the square collecting new toys. Yeah, Come take your kids up there. He's going to sit on a sky lift 24 foot in the air for 24 hours. And it's gonna have his, he's going to have his own personal porta potty <laughs> up there <laughs> on God. the lift. Hey, I can relate, man. I'm a hunter. I've, See, I've stood up it. in them tree stands for, yeah. for yeah. several hours. But how cool. awesome would it be if you had your own porta pot up there, too? <laughs> See, just kind of turn around and go off the tree. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. That's a, that's a great thing you guys do, man. We, we, we'll... Any way we can help support on the preservation side, just let us know. Come on out. Friday right. Saturday uh, from 12 to 12. You can drop off some toys. You got it. Hanging and out with uh, Matt Jackson, Preservation Distillery. This is segment three, J-Bo. And I know uh, for all of the uh, preparation that you don't do for shows, I know that you do a really good job of making our guests feel uneasy in segment three. Oh, man, I'm, I'm a nice guy, right, Chad? I, I didn't make it too hard on you, did I? And we had dirt no, on you. the first episode. No, it wasn't bad at all. Not that bad. Hey, I do want to uh, brag a little bit to uh, probably mostly just to Michael May. I'm the first two-time guest on the podcast. True. Yep. Yep. True. Yeah, Michael May, that's right. you can stick that one where you yeah, know yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, Michael was taking a lot of pride because in our, in our uh, numbers – um, no one can match up to the Turtle Man, Matt. So if if you think you're gonna, if you bypass the Turtle Man, you are in rare company. Just so you'll know, okay? Oh, I get it. Uh, I get but it. number two in in our in our numbers have been uh, Michael May and Chad, and, and, right and then there. Chad has been right there behind him. That was so. a great show, the Michael May show. It was a great show. Chad gets extra points for every point you get. It we should add it on, and then you'll be passing. Absolutely, that's got to happen. I think I, I think that's only fair. But it doesn't matter. I'm still the first two time guest on. Two that's shots right. On a barrel. Well, hey, and, we, and you were the first guest on two shots on a barrel. So a you've got of, a lot of things. A lot to, of firsts going on. Just yeah. like preservation distillery. That's right. A lot the of number. Firsts. Wait, they were the the first craft distillery in Bardstown. Yeah. Yep. So. First, first, one hundred percent pot distilled facility in the state. Uh, we're the only, we're the or not only, we're the first female owned distillery in the state of Kentucky. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a, got a lot, lot of first going, a lot on of things there. going on sure, there, man. Sure. All right. So you, you talked about your buddy Andy, I think. Yeah. All right. So you know, listen, if we can't get any dirt on you, surely we can get something on Andy. I'm gonna tell you guys, y'all are gonna have it, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to get dirt on me than than him. <laughs> this, this guy, he's just salt of the earth guy, man. I, I don't have one. I can't think of one bad thing. To so say you about dudes me. have been, you guys have been buddies pretty much your whole life, entire life. I mean, it's uh, we grew up right next to each other. I mean, and and he's a few years younger than me, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've known this guy ever since he was. It's it's he was always born. good to have that one person you can fall back on. 
And I'm glad Chad's that guy with for me. There you go. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, I forgot about Jim. I, Jim, always been on me, Jay. Listen, I, I was supposed to give up cussing because I do a Sunday morning show, <laughs> but Jaybo, kiss my ass. <laughs> you hear me? Hey, uh, I got a question for you. I, I did actually read a little bit. You're you're the head distiller, is that right? Yes, it's head distiller. Yeah. So tell me, because I'm asking you, because I, I, I really don't know. I don't what's like the how difference? this question's going. What's the difference between a master distiller and a head distiller? Because I don't know. Actually, so you know, I I've never really given that a lot of thought as far as what my title goes. You know, I, I mean, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the reason I say this because I don't I don't I'm not 100 percent sure, but from what I've gathered just listening. So the title master distiller is given – it's a title given to you by your peers. You know, once you've been in the industry long enough and you're producing juice and it's released and, you know, things of that nature. But I'm not 100% sure about that. So I, so, we, we, so basically we got you on the show before you're officially going to be like rock star status. Well, I, I mean, I, I, after I this know, he could, he he could got, be in. Yeah. I don't Dude, know. have you signed any autographs yet? On bottle, have you signed bottles? Yet? I have, yeah, yeah. How did it feel? It, it was, I, I, it was pretty cool. I, you know, I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> that's neat. cool, it's man. Neat. I have a funny feeling you're going to be signing a lot more bottles. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. That's I remember stuff. Steve, uh, Steve Nally telling us a story about head distiller because he said back in the day there wasn't any such thing as a master distiller. You're if you were a head distiller, that's you know that's that's what he said he was back in the day. And if you remember last week, Denny Potter talked about uh, from a perspective. You know, at Maker's Mark, he said there's a lot of guys that you could put on that, uh, you know, call them a, a distiller, a head distiller, or whatever. And, and you know, in the case of, of Denny Potter at uh, Maker's Mark, he said, now these days it's turned a little more into a marketing piece of the puzzle. I mean, what do you think about oh, that? Yeah. I, I listened to that last week, and and I, I thought exactly the same thing Denny did. It's more about your marketing team giving you that and sometimes, you know, like Matt said, if your peers start calling you that, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's really awesome. what I, I mean, that's to me, when guys like Drew Colesveen or, or Steve Nally or Denny Potter, if they recognize me and we're ever, if I ever get the opportunity and I'm, I'm blessed enough to be in a room with those guys, if that's what they call me, that's when I'll accept it. Not just yeah. because, you know, so-and-so calls me that, but when these guys that I really look up to in the industry and, you know, when when those guys start using the term, that's when it'll be official for me. So, so, so you do the work of a master distiller right now. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I, you I, know, I, I do. That's I do. what I see. Well, I mean, and, and you know, go, going back to I, I touched on Pete Kamer and Randy Allender earlier. Uh, you know, Randy has said it. He said, you know, you're more of a true definition of what a master distiller will be. Working. You know, because yeah. you know you you're down here fixing the machines. You're yeah. doing you're doing it all. You know, and and, and we do, and that's you know. Being a small facility is is super cool, but it, sometimes it's, it's kind of a bummer, you know, when you get called at two or three o'clock in the morning, you got to come up here and fix this piece of machinery. And but you know, that's I pride myself on that. I take a lot of pride in it. You know, I'm gl- I'm glad that I'm that guy that can be on call. I'm just I'm fortunate enough to be talented enough to do Dude, it. So and it, your your story is similar to Steve's in so many ways, man. Because really Steve, Steve has done shit jobs. He started sure, he did, I mean, in every shit job. Sure, every job sure. there was to do, he did it. And and I think that's how you're really supposed to do things to get to where you need to be is to well, know it all and you I, know it all. Sure. Well, I don't. I've still got a lot to learn, but but you know I I, I want to know as much as I can, and that was something I just you know 
I can remember my dad telling me, you know, the more you know, the more you're worth. That's right. You know, and, and um, you know, it's just something, one of those things I grew up with. I was always really interested in everything I was doing. I wanted to know how everything worked, you know, why this did this and why that did that. And, you know, um, and, and again, being not being afraid of jumping into a situation up there. I mean, we, you know, um, all the maintenance and stuff is done in-house uh, between Andy and myself, you know, I mean, we can turn wrenches, you know, and um, we, we, we change out all the motors, do all the wiring, we do all that stuff. I so, think the so, last time I was over there, they were scrubbing the pot stills with some something, I don't know, just yeah. to make it shine. So these two were up on top of a forklift. Right. Like, what the hell y'all doing up there? Like, oh, we're trying to shine up these stills, man. Yeah. And yeah. just, just I mean, very hands-on. I mean, every time I go over there, they really, you know, they're just busy. Most of the time, it's like, Chad, get the hell out of the way. We got work. No, today. it's Come not. Chad, you <laughs> shit. No, hey, it's hey, not. Hey, so tell me that. How old are you, Matt? I'm 34. 34 years old. Young dude. Young dude. I mean, you know, we, t- we talked about one of your heroes is Steve Nally. For you, sure. You've mentioned that. Um, where, 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 is, where is Matt Jackson uh, 10 years from now? Where are you 20 years from now? What, what do you see from you? You know, I... I I hope to be at preservation. You know, I mean, that's just it's it's one of those jobs. It's a it's a you know it's a, it's an ideal dream job. I mean, I'm here we go again, man. dream job. Five, dream job. Five minutes from home. You know, I, perfect. It it's just it's a great job. It's you know, but I mean, it's who and knows? they don't I mean, they, they don't expect you to be clean shaven. No, so, I mean, no, they on. don't. But you guys, you guys, uh, it's okay to drink on the job. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> you got to do quality control. Yeah. You know, exactly. I mean, what else can you, you can yeah, your beard out. You, you got your beard. So I saw the picture out on, on your website. First of all, I don't know who does your all's website, but it's fantastic. Thank you. It, it's it's like, I don't do it. I said I appreciate it, but I don't do it. <laughs> but you, we, we appreciate the compliments. It's got a picture. You're on there, and then there's this other dude that's kind of got tatted up a little bit in a beard. Uh, and then there's this other kind of an older guy, and maybe there's four of you. Andy's the one on the front right of that picture. Okay, right? I okay, saw it, I okay. Saw it today. Yeah, because the other yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not sure if I know yeah, which picture. Yeah, the, the other dude has, he's got a beard. He's working on a on a matte beard, not as good as yours. Uh, and he's, he's tatted up a little bit. And then there's. There yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he may not be there anymore. Okay. Either. Well, he looked cool, man, from a marketing <laughs> standpoint. He, he yeah, was, he was fitting I, the rule. You know, I know, I know the guy you're talking about. He's, he's a great guy. I don't have anything bad to say about him, but, you know, he he had talents in, in, in other industries, and that's just decided that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, being brand new, you know, you're, you're going to go through help. I mean, it's just one of those things. But we've, yeah. got a, we've got a good crew there now. I mean, everybody does a good job, so. Well, I just wanted to point out, if, if you missed any of it so far, that this old St. Nick drink is just off the charts. And if you it. haven't had it yet, you need to go to Preservation and beat down the doors and figure out a way to get you a bottle. So one of the things that I read, Matt, is that you guys, of course, limited, you put out limited juice, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so one of the things that I read on old St. Nick, and when I read it, I was like, J-Bo, you Cannot believe you're asking this guy to bring in this type I have of no juice. class. But man. it says, you know, to make sure that you get on a list or whatever. I mean, oops, we're pretty damn privileged today, Jabo. Yeah, I was. I I don't usually get embarrassed, but I embarrassed myself after I found out what I asked for. Yeah, you're uh, jumped to the front of the list. I really did. I'm I really just did. glad to be able to bring it over, guys. I mean, That's somebody awesome, as prestigious as no Little Beano, you've never had never this had juice this. until no. today. This is. And, and so, well, know, he's never had this particular one, but no. but Chad has tasted some stuff. Oh already. yeah, I've tasted their white dog. So the stuff off their pot still, really. And I knew early on when they were, when he let me taste that once before, I was like, 
That is good. Because you, you can't put bad stuff in a barrel and hope the barrel fixes it. And people try that very often. And we, we get calls for that and say, hey, we, we roughed up a batch or two. Can you know, recommend a certain type of barrel? And we're like, send us what you got and <laughs> let's taste it. And we do. And we're like, we can't fix that. Just <laughs> dump it shit. Dump it and throw that shit out. <laughs> Early on, I tasted a white dog and knew that he had learned real quickly how to make some really good stuff. Is it, it's almost like this dude is 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 it's like a prodigy. I'm. I mean, you've not even nice. been into this what since 2017. Yeah, Matt and and, 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 and and the stuff that he's saying right now, right. man. I, yeah, but. You know, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but man, you're good. Again, I, I give all the credit to the guy, the people that I surrounded myself with. And, you know, I I knew early on that there was no way that I was going to be able to, to to do all this on my own. And, you know, uh, that's that's the that's the best thing about the bourbon industry is everybody is – they're willing to lend a hand, you know. Yeah. And, and um, I guess I'm a, a likable enough guy that, that most all these guys took a really, really – I was able to build a really good relationship with all of them and, you know – um, being willing to learn is the biggest part of it, and and you know, um, I like to be the smartest guy in the room. I don't like to show it a lot of times, but I like well, to be the smartest guy in the room. You definitely hit the jackpot in here. Yeah, yeah, no, he got smoke down. I'm just kidding, but you know, um, I took a lot of pride being able to come into that industry, not being born into it, and not yeah. being super wealthy. I just I knew the opportunity that I had, and I wanted to try to make the most of it. And well, you, you, you pretty much, I mean, you've sold me because uh, I think number one. You know, to to be good at what you do, you obviously got to be a quick learner, and that's that's evident. The other thing is, man, you you've got to be a people person. It's pretty damn clear you're you're a people person. Appreciate that. And, and so, man, that that right there speaks volumes, as I, far I, as I'm concerned. You fit in well with us. Uh, we're, we like to guys get down and dirty behind the scenes, not scared to get their hands wet and dirty and gooey, and uh, and, and you just like good bourbon. You don't. You're not in it for the fruits and the nuts and the vegetables and all that other fun stuff that that uh, some people sniff out. You just like good bourbon, I just and like that's good bourbon. you got to look at it this way too, Matt. One one day we're probably going to have a two shots Hall of Fame, and, and I mean Michael May's not going to make that list <laughs> at least. On, you know, we know Chad's going to be probably in the inaugural right. class, but brother, I got to tell you, you're impressive. You're you're probably going to make that uh, cut. Well, guys, I, I appreciate it. I just uh, thanks for the opportunity to be here. It's been fun. You the know. door's always open. You can come visit, and drop off any of your uh, your old Saint. If you Nick, ever need somebody, just drop off. He said, <laughs> two hundred dollar bottles of whiskey that you laying around. Yeah. Now that yeah. you know where we stash it all, you know. Or he can give it to me, and I'll I'll deliver it. Yeah. There, yeah. You yeah. Hey, there you go. Guys. There you go. There you go. There you go. Man, uh, it's gonna be fun to, because you know I, I follow a lot of the publications. You know. You, there's a lot of different uh, publications out there on the, on the bourbon industry, and and, and dude, uh, it's going to be fun to follow you because man, it. you, you know, it's just a you're just a good old country boy that that's that's uh, you're a reincarnation of a Steve Nally. I mean, because I, I don't, really because follow that path a few years down the road, and, well, and it's I, cool because I, I, we I got appreciate to talk you to guys you. saying that, but I it's, mm-hmm. I still have a hard time being, you know. Compared to somebody like that, just just stay humble, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, You've make sure your stuff. wife listens to this too, because all of this praise will probably be good for your love life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, lucky enough, I don't have any problems in that area. <laughs> it's the beard, man. <laughs> 
See, so now is this the first podcast you've ever been on? It is. It's the first, first See one. There, man. Shots yes. on a barrel. That's yep. awesome. Yes, we're, we're, we I've had a, I've had it's a couple of honor. Inbox, but no, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, guys. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, thanks so you much. Know, thanks for the hookup, man. Absolutely. We, we you know, appreciate I keep you. working on it. I don't. I let you, I like to let you guys work a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to just keep handing you superstars. Yeah. Oh, you know, Matt and I talked about another dude earlier. Pat Heist. Let's see if we can get him on here. Yeah. Pat Heist will be. He blow your mind. Yeah. He's this guy is just. Super brilliant. He's you know, Bino's been a good friend of ours for years, Jerry, mm-hmm. and we don't like to stroke his ego too much. But, but, but honestly, Matt, this is a guy that's really, really one of the best at what he does in the industry. He's been at it for a lot of years. So many contacts. The cool thing about little Bino, and, and it doesn't take you long, and I know you can you can testify for this, is that uh, regardless your small shop, there's even smaller shops. And he's he services his father-in-law, which is a big shop. And, and this guy doesn't matter. He, he's going to give you 100% of what he's got. 100%. I, I agree 100%. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, <laughs> I, that's, I mean that's what I but do. But that's what you do, brother. I, if, if I thought that you were lying, I, I would tell you you're lying. But You'd be like, smoke up my – no, no, no it's just true. I mean, I just, that's, that, that's why Brad Boswell lets me do what I do and – and I say let me because I feel fortunate to have yeah. the, the job that I have with the company I have and work for the people that I do because, uh, you know, you you all know the Boswell family. You've met, you know, Matt's yeah. met them. We we had our concert over there at Preservation Distillery, you know, during That's the Burger right. Festival right. a couple yeah. of years ago. So, you know, they, they've met these people and understand, you know, how good they are. And um, anytime I am live or, you know, Otherwise, I will brag on Brad Boswell and the Independence Day family. Good folks. Uh, every single time, all the way down from the ownership to the dudes who bust their ass out there in that cookage yep. every single day to give me the opportunity to sell barrels to people like Absolutely. Matt. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, thank hey, both of you for coming go, out, man. man. We appreciate y'all giving us a little bit of your time. And, uh, man, much love. And uh, I hope everything keeps on rocking out When well, both there. of you guys make the Hall of Fame now, just – Yes. Don't forget about us little people. The yes. Beard Hall of Fame? Because yeah, I got a waste to go to yeah, get yeah. there to Matt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just hope to be there someday. Yeah, you, you got it, man. We'll, we'll take it be. one day at a time. You know? All right, well, we appreciate you hanging out with us on Two Shots on a Barrel uh, for Matt Jackson Preservation Distillery. Wow, uh, what a great show, J-Bo. Chad, Little Beano Spalding with ISC. We've got a lot of fun things coming your way. Uh, we've got a lot of fish on the hook. Yes, and, uh, lots of them. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, and one of those things, shows that I'm especially excited about is the Talbot Tavern. Uh, I know that we're going to be talking to Jack Cal- uh, Kelly, who you have been friends with for years and years and years, Love J-Bo. Love and uh, we're going to hear a lot of those stories that only you can get from Talbot Tavern, and, and I'm excited about that one. And he has probably the largest bourbon bar around. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'd put up in next yeah. to anybody. So we're excited Huge. about that. we got a bunch of other shows. In fact, uh, we're going to be making another trip down probably to Logsteel and see the progress down there. Uh, Lynn Dant, who will be their master distiller, is a phenomenally smart person. And uh, just uh, it's going to be fun just to kind of talk to her. We've already had Wally. And then another great dude that's down there uh, that I had a chance to get a personal tour from was Charles Dant. And he is a great dude, awesome. uh, just a just a real uh, real great guy. So a lot of good things going on in Nelson County. It's a good man. family, they're good people. Yep, yep. Well, guys, that's going to do it for our show today, Jaybo. See you guys. All right, Appreciate peace out, everybody. Until next time, it's two shots on a barrel.
Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Whether you're buying or selling, be it your first home or your last home, or building your investment portfolio, give me a call. I'm Lisa Kearns, a realtor with Exit Realty Heartland. I understand the stress and hassles involved in buying and selling, and I will be here for you. Let me put my 20-plus years experience in marketing and customer service to work for you. Give me a call, 270 Seven zero four zero two four zero three six. Lisa Kearns, Realtor with Exit Realty Heartland, here to work for you. Hey, this is Jimbo. This is J-Bo. Man, we are so happy because J-Bo, we got this podcast going and we got fantastic sponsors like our good buddy Billy Taft with Big O Tires. Billy Taft, longtime friend and uh, I've been going to him for years for new tires at Big O Tires. I needed a new set of tires just recently. Guess where I went? Where'd you go? Big old tires here in Lebanon, Kentucky, the heart of central Kentucky, Billy Taft. He took fantastic care of me. I know he's always taking care of you. Yeah, heck yeah. He's even taking care of me when I broke down in Bardstown. He has a Bardstown location as well. Fixed the tires right up. Baby, I was out the door. Back to Lebanon in no time. He does a fantastic job. He's always worried about number one. You know what number one is? What's that? That is the customer. Exactly. The customer is always right when it comes to Billy Taft and Big Old Tires, Jibbo. You can get old changes, tire rotations, new tires. Heck, he's even got used tires you can buy. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're looking for, I guarantee you're going to find it at Big Old Tires, Bartstown, or in Lebanon. Boy, and guess what? They are sponsors right here, J-Bo, on Two Shots on a Barrel. I'm telling you what. We love Billy Taft and Big Old Tires. Go there today. Big Old Tires, Billy Taft. It's in Lebanon and Bardstown, the heart of Central Kentucky. Two old boys ain't much for working. J-Bo, I love it. I love it, man. I love that tune. Terry is so talented. Terry Woolley. So, you know, the story goes that I said, Terry, we're doing this podcast thing. We're just a couple guys wanting to talk about bourbon, everything that is central Kentucky, and Terry's like, I got you. And he took it from there. Yeah, 24 hours later, bam, we have an opening uh, theme for our podcast. Terry Woolley with Crystal Music is uh, kind of icing on the cake. Is sponsoring two shots on the brand. I don't know how cool that is. Not only did he do this for us, he's also sponsoring us. So, I mean, it's a double whammy from old Terry. Thank you, Terry. And you guys have come a long way. You know, you went from a point in time where you guys didn't necessarily get along the best in the world, 
and now you are like best friends. Well, it's like, you know, you put two superstars in one room, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, whether it's recording, maybe it's some uh, voice lessons that you need, some uh, learning how to play a guitar, harmonica, you name it, Crystal Music in Campbellsville, Kentucky is a place to go. Hey, I even uh, was in a tight spot. I was going to go to Nashville. I was going to inter- inter- interview a bunch of artists, and I needed a guitar to sign. And I remember play. that. I remember that. I walked in there, and I'm telling you, they have guitars everywhere. And he said, you don't want this guitar. You want the this guitar. And he set me up, and away I went to Nashville. Bam. He took care of you, and that's the way he can take care of everybody. He's a good dude. He works so hard. His wife, Ina, though, is the best thing in the world about him. There's no doubt about that. But Terry Woolley is a great dude, and for every musical thing that you need, including if you're out there listening and you need a jingle for your podcast, reach out to Terry Woolley. Check him out on Facebook. Look him up, Terry Woolley. That's W-O-O-L-E-Y. Or look up Crystal Music. You'll be able to check out all their deals along the way. And thanks so much, as always, J-Bo. They're a great sponsor. Hey, and we're looking for more. Absolutely. Right here on Two Shots in a Barrel.